0: This is Kyle Juszczyk, and you're listening to Nothing But Niners. So now they've got to start from deep in their end of the field, and Garrison Hurst takes advantage
1: of it, he takes the handle, takes the right, gets them to the 20, he's in the 30, Nathan caught in, he- Swings down the sideline, throws off bodies like clothes after a marathon. Young, back to throw. In trouble, he's going to be sacked. No, gets away. He runs, gets away again, goes to the 40, gets away again, to the 35, cuts back at the 30, to the 20, the 50! takes the snap. Alex looking down in post, and it's good! Here. Oh, touchdown! Touchdown 49!
0: <laughs> for the second down, Ryan takes the snap, throws the play to the left side, it's Russell Schillers The 49ers pick it, and Navarro Bowman is redemption. Navarro Bowman running it all the way for a touchdown! No greater redemption!
1: San Francisco 49ers, we can do-
0: Click, click, boom. What's going on, Fables? Another banana
1: crew is back. I'm so sorry. I don't know why I was muted. It's supposed to kick, take me off of mute right away, man. All right, now listen, guys, before we even start this whole show, before we get into anything, man, I got to say what's up to everybody in here. And when I say everybody, I mean everybody. Look at this, man. Danny Albright, man. Yes, it was supposed to be yesterday's show, Danny. I apologize. I was just tired when I came home from work, man. I had to, I had to bump it to today. I had to bump it today, but don't worry. I'm bringing some heat today, man. It's just going to be Mike and a whole lot of shit talking tonight, all right? So don't worry. DJ Malone's in the building, man. Cool Ranch Doritos and Ragey Fleming. Nah, man. I'm going to stick with my Cool Ranch, bro. Cool Ranch is crazy, okay? Uh, now, here we go. What does he say here? If we get over 100 likes, Mike will eat a bag of Flaming Hot Cool Ranch. Wait. It's a combination? Like, that's a thing? Flaming Hot Cool Ranch? I would do that. I would do that. So let's get those likes up, man. No, don't don't J JK me, all right, DJ? Don't JK me. I'm with it man. I'm with it. Shout out to everybody in here, man. Look at y'all early, bro, man. TD, what's going on, man? DJ is in the building. Come on, man. Who don't like pineapples with their soup, huh? Pineapples in your soup? No, just me? All right, it's cool. Stephen Fox is in the building, man. Look, shout out to everybody, man. I'm going to be clicking all of these things, man. I, I appreciate it. each and every one of y'all who decided to join the show, man. Y'all are incredible human beings, man. Stephen Fox is in the building, man. I, I see y'all, man. Come on, I see y'all Tanya in the building. What's up, man? Let's go. Callie in here, Ranger, NorCal, Jesse. I see all of y'all. I see all of y'all, man. Can you dig it? And look at J. Ellie. Had to let me know I was muted. Had to let me know. Like, I didn't quite see it, right? Like, I wasn't, I mean, I didn't see it at first, but I saw it afterwards. Once again, it's on. Let's go, man. All right, so, guys, enough, 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 enough. Sin is in here. Oh, look at, I see more people. I see more people in here, man. Troy in
0: here, Demarcus, DD in the building. Hey, you know what else is DD? Never mind, I can't say it. My wife's standing right there.
1: All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Look at, 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 look at. All right, guys. So we got to get the show started, man. Okay. Listen, if it's your first time here on the YouTube page. I want to thank you guys. Sincerely, sincerely thank you. I appreciate you guys. Hit that like button if you enjoy the show. Subscribe and then turn on your notifications so you know exactly where we're going live. Give us a follow on some of our different social media platforms. We have Twitter and Snapchat. Those handles are nothing but nine, E-R-S. That's the number nine, E-R-S. Then you have Facebook, Instagram, and Twitch, and that is nothing but Niners. Y'all see the shadow in the background? That's <laughs> one of our best friends playing behind me, trying to distract me, okay? And then shoot us up on an email, man, all right? NB9ERS at nothingbutniners.com. Questions, comments, concerns, reviews, anything that you want over the suggestions, man, topics, pictures, videos. Shoot them our way, man. We really, really do appreciate it. Okay. So, guys, this is the part of the season where you're going to see what people are made of. All right. This is the time of year where, all right, no, no hookah yet because the kids are still up. The kids are still up. And tonight's hookah is going to have a little something special. And I got to get at least get away from the kids. Not, uh, you know, I don't have to wait till they're done, but maybe get away from them. Uh, is everything okay back there, ladies?
0: Yeah. Oh, I I heard, ooh, he might need to go outside. Okay, so um, sorry.
1: So the hookah's gonna be going crazy in a little bit, okay? Hookah's gonna be going crazy. Um, Danny, I see your comment. You out of line, bro. I like it, but you out of line, bro, okay. So uh listen, I um I want to talk about uh this time of year and paying attention to podcasters, right? And paying attention to the stuff that people give credence to. Uh paying attention to things that Um, people, people, um, will, will go out and, and say and do things that just aren't necessarily, they're not, they're not good. They're not good. And I understand it's slow. It's hard to find topics to discuss. Right. And I'm going to discuss one of these things right now, but not for the reasons that you may think. Okay. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to, I'm going to post this picture in here really quick. And I want you guys to notice something, and I'm, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go on a little rant here, okay? So, again, this is just me. This is me and my glory. Now, if somebody else tries to jump in here, it's cool. I have had blue mist. Um, it came in a little box. It was like half black or well, more than half. It was like three-fourths black, and the other side uh, was like silver or something like that, and it's got a picture of a hookah on it. I've had the blue mist. It's dope. Uh, I am recently getting into my, my hookah flavor right now. It's this pineapple coconut, and then I mix it with mint. I'm not a pineapple guy like that. I'm not a coconut guy like that. But pin, pineapple, apple, pin, bang, smash them together, bro. And them joints is hitting. It's hitting. All right? All right. So, sorry. I got a little distracted. I did. Uh, you know, I get excited about my hookah talk, man. Crab apple, y'all. Anybody know what that reference is to? Anybody? All right. If you know what the reference is to, it's cool. I got a jersey for you if you know what that reference is to. All right? I'm telling you right now. I will order it tonight. If you know what that reference is to? I got you. All right? I gets excited about my pineapple, y'all. He didn't say pineapples, I said pineapple, but you got to play fill in the blank, okay? All right, so this is what's bothering me, okay? I got to show you guys this, right? Uh, Mike, what well, free agents are not in house, you will try to get no, 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 we got we got free agent shows coming. I promise you guys, we have free agent shows coming. Let me tell you guys from the docket for us here at of the bananas, okay? Uh, we got we got free agent shows coming, uh, we got uh, Niners free agents coming, we have draft prospects, we have the mock drafts, we have uh, March Madness is right around the corner. Every single day, we will be doing you guys a show every single day, same time. It doesn't matter if I'm in the middle of a grocery store, if I'm in the shower, the show is coming, same time, every single day, 15 minutes, rapid fire questions, we bring in the heat, okay? Nobody, I repeat, nobody has ever done that. Just us here, Nothing of Niner. So make sure you guys stay tuned, okay? Now I'm hoping that some other shows start doing it. You know what I'm saying? I wanna give them, you know what I mean? Like, let's let's do this, man. Let's let's help the community. You know what I'm saying? Like,
0: let's talk about this stuff. But I'm here to I'm here to point at low-hanging fruit. And not all low-hanging fruit. You
1: can't hear me. What? Midnight Madness is coming back. That's right. So I didn't I didn't call it Midnight Madness, J. Ellie, because I wasn't sure if I'm gonna do these shows at midnight again. All right. Uh my job changed my hours, so I'm not quite sure, but it will be at the same time every day. Let, like eleven? can I get away with 11.30 madness? Like, I don't know, midnight madness does sound better. It's only 15 minutes, right? All right, fuck it. We'll do it at midnight, man. We'll do it at midnight. Um, Quisha, you can't hear me for real? Can y'all hear me out there? Can everybody hear me? I will crank the volume up a little bit. Mic check, mic check. One, two, one, two. Is that better? Can y'all hear me better out there? I'm here for y'all. Is it, it do we need to tell Quasha, Quisha to, to turn her volume up more? Somebody say something. I'm talking till I see the, the comments go. I, I want to get into my topics and uh this is when this is when it's gonna happen. So oh I can't. She says you can hear me now. I got a thumbs up. I hear you, I hear you. All right, all right, here we go. So this time of year, guys, it's hard to find topics to discuss, right? It's only so many times you feel like you could talk about Jimmy Garoppolo. Is he coming? Is he going? Tom Brady, is he coming, is he going? Uh what about Aaron Rodgers or Russell Wilson? Like you, you, you this stuff can quickly become repetitive, right? Then you start looking for other topics to discuss. But then there's, then there's just making something, literally making something out of nothing. And there's a time where you applaud that, right? That's called creativity. Making something out of nothing. Sometimes you have to applaud that. Like, hey, you guys knocked that out. You did a phenomenal job making something out of nothing. Way to find something to discuss when there's nothing going on. But then there's also a something out of nothing when you're making a bigger deal out of something. That's not necessary, okay? And that's the part that I want to talk about. So check this tweet out here. <clears throat> this is from 49ers and NFL News 24-7. The Twitter handle is 49 ers Talk. Now, I'm not coming at this page in particular. I follow them. They follow me. The relationship is great. So I'm not coming at them in particular. But it's, it's, it's this whole tweet that drives me crazy. Source, there was tension amongst 49er coaches in regards to who was drafted, Lancer mac and Ayuk being in the doghouse. I want to give credit to Javier Vague, who, in convo, brought it up, and Source confirmed winning was a, mon- a momentary cure. Now, you see those coaches being let go. And they show Wes Welker here. They show Scangarello here. Listen, guys. Listen. This
0: is the bad version of making something out of nothing. Let me ask you guys a question. Let me me ask you guys a question. (laughs) Why would Wes Welker care if Brandon Ayuk was in the doghouse? Was Brandon Ayuk actually in the doghouse? But if he was, why would Wes Welker care? Does it change his job
1: responsibilities? And I'm the person who came on here and said maybe being a quarter a wide receiver coach for the 49ers is harder than you think because Kyle seems to have this incredibly high standard for his wide receivers, right? I came on here and said that. That doesn't mean that Wes Welker would care whether or not the first round pick was in the doghouse. Right? So you, you sit here and all this stuff is happening throughout the season, right? And I was one of those people like, yo, what's going on with my man? Where is Ayuk?" right? The first five weeks, I'm like, yo, this is crazy. Like, they're not even playing this guy. Where's he at? Where's he at? Then I went back and started looking at the snaps. There were three games where Brandon Ayuk was healthy and Sherfield got more snaps than him. There was one game. I'm going to repeat this. There was one game where Sherfield started and Brandon Ayuk didn't. Was he in the doghouse or was he just not productive the way we wanted him to be? Was he not getting targeted or was he not catching the passes we thought he would catch based off of how he finished last season?
0: And last season, Kyle said, hey, Ayuk's not ready. If it weren't for injuries, I'd have never played him.
1: Those were kyle shanahan's words so was he really in the doghouse or was the young man having to, a problem adjusting from the pros to the nfl but even if he was
0: does that mean that all the other wide receivers don't matter and wes welker gets his panties in a bunch over brandon Ayuk? why why would that one player
1: be the guy that puts a divide between coaches like ask yourself this question who was here first don't answer that for me but who was here first wes walker brandon Iyuk. Did they come here together and if they did
0: who else was here who else was here debo samuel right who was here longer debo debo should be more familiar with the system right
1: debo is a little bit more diverse he's a bigger guy we can use him in different ways right you credit wes walker for that because the flip side of that argument is, oh, Brandon Ayuk was in the doghouse. He didn't get used properly. and waited until the end of the year for him to all of a sudden become productive. What if I told you guys Wes Welker focused all his energy and really took uh, Debo Samuel under his wing? He saw something in Debo that he didn't see in himself and said, hey, I want to make that better. And that's how they ended up throwing Debo into the running back role. What if I told you that was the case? Now I'm making something out of nothing, right? Exactly. Tanya. Boom. We'll never know
0: the truth. It's just low hanging fruit that doesn't make any sense. Right?
1: Who on this staff would be defi- d- who on this staff
0: would be divided by which quarterback was taken? Answer that for me. Whose offense is this? Do you think Kyle Shanahan gives
1: one red about what the quarterback's coach has to say. No, this is my offense. I'm running it the way I want to run it.
0: I'm not waiting for somebody on my staff to tell me which quarterback they think I should get. That's not how
1: it works. And I promise you, I'm going to get to grading. I'm going to get to grading the special teams and the coaching staff, but that's not how it works. This is Kyle Shanahan's offense. John Lynch can't tell Kyle what quarterback to use. And I think John Lynch has more power than people give him credit for. And nothing's been more evident than the little report that's going around right now that John Lynch was contacted by the broadcast company. He talked to them and they offered him three times his salary. And he said, nah, I'm good where I'm at. Now, why would a man with no power sit there and want to stay there when he can make three times as much? When John Lynch talks about family and football as much as he talks about them. You don't think it's in his family's best interest to triple his current salary? You're telling me a man with no power, who's just a puppet, is going to sit there and take less money, going to take one-third of what's being offered to him, and he's got no power? I don't think that's the case. I think people just like to disrespect, to try to divide, to try to put this negative energy around the 49ers franchise. We just can't be great for some reason. Everything can't be okay for some reason reason. But here, if you really want to know where the BS comes in. If you really want to know where the BS comes in. And again, again, I have nothing against that that Twitter account that tweeted that. I follow them and they follow me. But if you want to know how you know it's BS, I don't know if these were his words or if these were the words from somebody else because he claims that it was confirmed by a source. But at the very end of this tweet, now you see those coaches being let go.
0: Look at those last three words. Being let go. If anybody in here right now can
1: tell me one coach that was let go this this year, this offseason, I will buy you a jersey. Oh, by the way, I said I was gonna buy a jersey. If anybody caught that reference, let me scroll up and see if anybody got that reference. Hold on. While you guys try to tell me one coach, go through the whole staff rolodex and find one coach that was fired. That's what let go means. That was re- that was relieved of their duties. Early. That's what, that's what let go means. Not that contract expired, Bobby Turner.
0: Not that they took an opportunity somewhere else, Wes Welker, Rich Gangarella, Embry. I can go
1: on. You find me one coach that was let go. Just one. Find one for me. Find one headline that said the Niners have let go of whatever, and I'll get you a jersey. Let me know. All right, now I'm looking here to see if anybody caught my reference here. I see Pineapple Express. That ain't it. Then we got to the I can't hear you. Then I got to I hear you, I hear you, I hear you, I hear Oh, nobody got my reference. That's sad, man. I get excited about my foods, man. Crab apple, yeah. Oh, man. Tropic thunder, guys. I know I probably shouldn't like Tropic Thunder because of the blackface that was going on in it, right? That's fucked up. I shouldn't. That was one of the funniest movies I've ever seen in my life, though. I'm sorry. I am sorry. Tim Hightower was not fired, guys. Hightower was hired by another team doing the same thing. I believe it was the Bears. It was the Bears. There was no one fired. There was no one let go. No one. And and that's kind of my point. I said... High Tower should be fired, and we're gonna we're gonna talk about the special teams thing. We're gonna talk about this, but there you go, sin. The special teams coach may have left before he was let go. That's it. That's exactly it, right there. <laughs> they mutually parted ways. <laughs> <laughs> but that's my point. And so we're sitting here trying to make like this this like argumentative, dysfunctional, ah, we don't have to do that, guys. You want some facts here? Here are facts. Since Kyle Shanahan has come to the 49ers, there has not been another coaching staff poached more than his. Not Mike's opinion. This is fact. This is fact. I'm talking from front office all the way down to position coaches. There has not been enough. Guys, the NFL, listen to this. Look, let's, just to put this into perspective for you. The NFL had such a hard time getting minority coaches hired that they came up with the Rooney Rule. And in that time, Kyle Shanahan has had three people of color, three people of color hired to the GM and head coaching positions. One staff, people of color, the hardest ones to get hired as GMs and head coaches. This one team in five seasons had had three of them elevated to those positions. Don't sit here and try to tell me that there's beef. Don't sit here and try to tell me that there's anger. I'm not saying that these guys agree on everything all the time. That's not the case. I understand that. I completely understand that. I do. People aren't supposed to see eye to eye. John Lynch, Kyle Shanahan have addressed that in the public. We actually prefer to not see eye to eye so we can be open to hearing what the other person has to say and we can come to a better understanding together. But don't sit here and try to tell me that there's beef and they're letting people go. It ain't the case, guys. People are being wanted by other teams. They see the success we have here. They see the success that we have in this.
0: That's right. That's right, Vader. That's all three of them. That's it. You got it. And that's what's happening, guys. Kyle Shanahan and his coaching tree is booming. It's booming.
1: You got position coaches becoming offensive coordinators in college. You got coordinators becoming head coaches. Come on now. Come on. It's to the point where it's people that we were saying should be fired are becoming head coaches. Now, I sat here and I talked about how people accuse John Lynch of being a puppet. I came on this platform and I shouldn't have done it. And I said that I think Mike McDaniel is the most overrated hire as a head coach prospect I've ever seen in my life. Maybe I said that on Patreon but I've never seen a guy who had a position offensive coordinator and his position and responsibilities be denied adamantly at the podium by the head coach of that team. Kyle said, yeah, I mean, he's doing the same thing he's always done. He really helps us out in the run game. He's not really
0: an offensive coordinator. He still got hired. He still got hired. So don't sit here and try to tell me
1: that there's beef. It's not beef. Kyle's putting, he's got the freaking Midas touch when it comes to his coaching staff and the people that want to go where he goes. Sean McVay is part of that coaching staff. The LaFleur brothers, they're part of that coaching staff. All right? So I just want to, I just want to, again, it's cool. You guys can make something out of nothing. And I applaud that. I really, really do applaud the people who get creative And come up with stuff, not just reacting to everything that they see. Right, come up with come up with something. I really do appreciate that. I applaud that kind of effort when it comes to this specifically Niners creating content. I really, really applaud that. I do. I see. I see. I see all the different things. I see all the different episodes. You know what I'm saying? I watch. I see what people do. I applaud from behind the scenes. I don't always comment. I, I actually I rarely comment. I don't let people know I'm watching their shows. I like to watch in the background. I went on three shows in a row. I typed something in the comment and immediately got text and said, Yo, you want to jump on with me? I stopped, I stopped typing in the comments anymore. Because a lot of times I'm watching, I'm listening while I'm working, I'm driving, stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? And it's not that I feel bad because these are the same people that if I asked them to come on my show, they they wouldn't hesitate. But I can't return the favor as quickly as they can return it to me. Because I'm 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 sitting with somebody who, who's a hospice patient and needs her medications. Like I can't do it the way people be doing it. No, 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 Snacks. Lurking is a negative connotation to it. I'm supporting. It's a silent viewer. It's a silent viewer. I watch my people, man. Mariah's out there doing her thing. Eric Crocker. Wayne Breezy and his whole network, right? Jason Deponte. Javi. We mentioned him earlier in that tweet. You know what I'm saying? 49ers Hive. I watch these guys in the background. I just, I just I tune in and I don't say shit. I just sit back and I'm quiet. I sit back and I'm quiet. Because I want to show support for the people out there doing it. Hey, that's my girl. You know what I'm saying? Like I I just sit back and I watch. I I know. I know you're just joking, bro. I know. I know. Don't worry. Like, I'm I don't take that kind of shit serious. All right. So listen, we got to get to the graves, man. We got to get to the graves. I got company over. My goddaughter's here. Her mom is here. And I wanna set up my hookah, man. Y'all got me excited. So we're gonna start with. Grading special teams. I'm not going to do kicking. I'm not going to do punting. I'm not going to do return game and all that stuff. I'm just going to grade special teams. That was an F, all right? I am not going to beat around the bush. We're not going to drag this thing out here at all, at all. Grading the special teams, F, fail. If there was a grade lower than F, they would even get that, you know? They had one good game all year long, and it was a big game. It was the divisional round to get us to the NFC championship game. And they are the, literally the reason that we won that game. Special teams is the reason the 49ers advanced to the NFC Championship game. Bravo. I'm not even joking. This is not sarcasm at all. The best game they had. We had the block punt.
0: We had a block field goal. We had a touchdown. Special teams did all that in one game. All of that. Guys. That was it. Painting the shit out all year long, all year long. It took that same exact game
1: when they finally put Debo back to return a damn kick. That was like, they, they just decided, hey, we're going to be good this game. And you know what was funny about that? If you go back and you look at the special teams uh, stats and rankings, the Packers were the only team, they were one of one of two teams with the worst graded special teams unit than ours. It's the only reason. That's the only reason. Special teams are terrible. And I said on this show, I expect Hightower to be fired at the end of this season. I, said, I hate to hear a guy lose a job. I hate it. I wouldn't wish it on anybody. That man's got to provide for his family, but he should not be here. And you know what? The, fi- the Niners didn't fire him. They didn't listen to me. No, he was hired by the Bears. Way to go. I'm, I'm happy for him, and I'm happy for us. Addition by subtraction.
0: Oh, I hated
1: I hated that expression when I was in school. I remember being a kid here in addition by subtraction and I'm like, is this algebra? Are we working with negatives here? Like what the fuck? What are we talking about? Addition by subtraction. I get it now. It's crazy the stuff that you understand once you get old. It's crazy. By the way, some of the stuff I still don't understand. Don't go cross-eyed. Your eyes will get stuck like that. Can somebody tell me one person whose eyes got stuck like that? I don't get it. I've never seen it. Tell me so. They said that if you, so when we were young, we used to ride our bikes and go cross-eyed because it was fun trying to see how far we could not crash. And my family would say, if you go cross-eyed and too much wind gets in your eyes, it dries your eyes out and your eyes get stuck. It never happened. Unless I'm cross-eyed and I can't tell because I'm cross-eyed. But I don't think that's it. That's, that's one of the things that I just I never understood. Another thing that my family says, and then I'm going to get to grading the, the coaches, all right? Another thing, you can get fired and hired by another team, Mike. This is true. You can. But you have to be fired first, right?
0: Nowhere do you hear that Hightower was fired. That's all I'm saying. I've never seen an article that
1: said he was fired. Just find it for me. I, I, I hey I got you a I got you a jersey. Hold up, my man said first Corinthians thirteen and eleven. That says that if you go
0: cross eyed, what? What are you saying to me, bro? Now I gotta look up scripture in the middle of the show. Thirteen and eleven.
1: When I was a child I talked to Oh, okay, I okay, okay, okay. I put the ways of childhood by eggs. Okay. All right. I thought you were saying that it said, if you go, if you go cross side it's going to get stuck like that. All right. So here's the other thing I didn't understand when I was young. And I, this is how I knew it was a superstition and I listened to it. And it's story time. Fuck it. Before we get to grading the coaches, now it's story time. All right. So my family always told me that you aren't supposed to let a baby see themselves in the mirror because I think, I think they said it, it caused them to stutter. Okay. So my wife and I, we tried this. Okay, oh, this is, this is a crazy ass story. All right, so we did this. We never let my son see himself in the mirror, okay? So this kid is growing up. We changing him and stuff. No mirror, never. He, we didn't have mirrors on the floor. We didn't have any full length mirrors. The only mirror in the whole place was the mirror in the bathroom and the mirror in our room on the dresser because we sincerely believed that whatever my family was saying was real. We never let the babies look at themselves in the mirror. Am I the only one? Has anybody else's family ever said this before? No one. No. Okay. All right. Sin, I see you. Uh, I'm. I'm gonna. I'll, I'll get back to that. I touched on it a little bit earlier, but I'll, I'll talk about that. Um. So, my family said that. Right. If you tickle a baby too much, it will cause. A... I did. I. They said that. They said that too. They said that too. All right. So. We didn't do it. All right. So one day we take my son. He's about two years old. This this sounds so crazy. Listen to like how long we were like this. Like a year and a half, two years old. He he could like talk, talk. He was he did a lot of jibber jabber, but he could talk. All right. So we take him to my grandmother's house one day, and we're and we're in a room, and on and on the back of the door was a full-length mirror. It was on the back of a closet door. All right. And so my son's walking around the room, and my wife and I are talking, and then we notice he's having a full blown conversation. So we, we stop, like, what the hell? Who is he talking to? And we look at him, and he's standing in the mirror having a full blown conversation with himself for real, though, because he had never seen himself. So he looks at my wife and was like, Mom. This kid won't stop talking. And then, like, he looks back and he keeps talking. He's like, No, let me talk. No, you let me talk. I want to say something. You just said, Can I say something? This kid is going on and on and on to himself. Listen, man, like, 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 <laughs> like Tara just said, man, it's old wives' tales, man. Like, I can't believe some of the bullshit that we listen to. I should have. But like, see, back, I wasn't even thinking to record it. I just couldn't believe what I was seeing. I couldn't believe what I was seeing, man. It's crazy. And, it, and I promise you guys the truth. I can't, you can't make that up. You can't make that up. He said, mom, this kid won't stop talking. <laughs> it was absolutely incredible. Niner by Nature, thanks for the contribution. He says, thank you for the great content and funny stories, Mike.
0: Listen, man, that's what I'm here for. That's what I'm here for, okay? You made your kid obtuse. Mm. like a triangle obtuse is greater than 45 degrees what's obtuse
1: mean
0: hey stop making me google shit tonight bro annoyingly
1: insensitive or slow to understand I made my kid nah my son ain't slow bro (laughs) oh man how crazy is it? He had he had no idea who he was,
0: and that's what I I get you. Man. I'm just I'm just having fun with you guys, okay? Um, all right. Hey, I'm Mike Junior. No, I'm Mike Junior. Exactly. Like it. it y'all
1: should have seen the conversation for him though. Like it was it was great. It was great. All right. Um, what am I looking for here? Uh, well, I said I was going to talk about something. Oh, Sin asked me to talk about the John Lynch and Amazon thing. So I don't know about the figures, but they say that there was a conversation to be had and John Lynch still turned it down. The report is uh, John Lynch turned down triple his salary, Sin, and he chose to stay. I don't know anything about the numbers. I can't confirm that. I hate when people try to put numbers out there. Um, I don't even know if we can technically prove how much john lynch makes now they say it's five million they say he was offered 15 million a year um and i was i was speaking on this earlier in the episode saying how people seem to think that john lynch is just a puppet i don't think a person who is getting paid to do nothing and let shanahan make all the decisions or adam peters make all the decisions would stay for 33 percent of what's being offered to him elsewhere he still gets to talk football. You know what I'm saying? So I think John Lynch has a bigger role than what people say. I do believe that Amazon was able to offer him more money than what he's making. I don't know if it was that much more. Um, And according to everything that's out there, he turned it down. He turned it down. Uh, I think John wants to, I think John wants to go into the hall of fame as a player and a front office person. If I'm being complete, I think he wants to do what, um, John Elway did. You guys have to remember that he came up under John Elway. You know um, his behind the scenes, his looks behind the curtain into the front office work. That was what he did over in Denver with John Elway. And John Elway, if I wants to do that, I really, really do. Uh, so you know uh, that those are my thoughts on it, Sin. Um, I think he's just too competitive. I think he can get that. I think he can get that uh, that broadcasting job later in his career. You know, you either have it or you don't. And he he is blessed with the gift of gab. All right, he is definitely blessed with the gift of gab, so he he can do that whenever he wants. Vernon, what's going on, big bro? I see you out there, man. I see you. All right, let me get to grading this stuff. Y'all, y'all stop. Y'all, y'all have to, y'all have to like, y'all go obtuse is greater than ninety degrees. I said forty-five, right? I was wrong. I knew, I knew it meant bigger. I know that acute was small and obtuse was big, but I don't remember what the what the range was—a forty-five or was a ninety. Uh, that's when I knew that um, people. Sigh shamed back in the day because of how i remember like a cute is small why you got to be cute to be small i like curves all right anyhow let me get back to uh grading this coaching staff okay all right let me change my ticker here grading
0: the coaching staff And what we're going to do with this is start with the defensive coordinator. We're going to do defensive coordinator. We're going to do offensive coordinator. And then we're going to do head coach. All right. So when I look uh, back at the year,
1: you go and you look at the games 49ers played three times. All year did this defense allow more than three hundred yards uh I'm drinking I can't believe I'm saying this I just joined the gym I shouldn't be saying this I'm drinking grape soda and vodka I know i know i'm not i'm not much of a soda person um it's It's not good, and soda upsets my stomach, but i don't know i just it's friday man I'm off tomorrow I don't get many weekends myself so I wasn't going to drink scotch without a cigar, so you know what I'm saying? Um, But, yeah, so I look back. I'm going to get to these contributions. By the way, keep the contributions coming, guys. I got you. I'll get to them. I promise. I'm marking them all, and I'll get to them. All right? Mike, your kid watches you talk to a computer. They all do. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Um, What's that? Um, So three times all year, the 49ers allowed 300 or more passing yards.
0: One of those games, it took overtime to achieve that, all right? And throughout the year, we had
1: six different corners play for us, if I'm not mistaken. It might have been seven. might have been seven different corners, uh, seven different players in the corner position. Uh, we had four or five different players in the safety position. Um, heavy rotation. Inside with the uh, linebackers, we had one, two, three, four, five different linebackers that I can remember. We used uh, some safeties as linebackers to, uh, you know, compensate for people being injured. And then there was all the injuries along the defensive line, the big rotation there as well. The Niners finished the season with a top five defense. And in the postseason, they seemed to get even better. They allowed a total of 47 points guys 47 It's pretty freaking incredible if you think about it man this defense and and they started rough they started I remember people beating up the defense at, in week 1 uh that lions game we were blowing out the lions they go prevent uh you know the whole t- the, it's not just the defense either the whole team was off the gas pedal and we got killed for it right um you hear um Nick Bosa talk about how he was taking the tape off of his hands and wrists. And then they were like, oh, shit, they're coming back. Get back in there for a couple more downs. Right? When players start doing that, it's one thing to be benched. It's another thing to start taking your 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 gear off. That's what they were doing. Okay? So people sat here and say, oh, the defense gave this up. No, they didn't. The starters never did that. They never did that. All right? Um, I don't know how you could watch what D'Amico Ryan's was able to accomplish with the bevy of players that he had to use and not give him a solid A. I see someone in here saying it should have been an A plus, right? I didn't give it an A plus because the defense did do some things that I didn't like. Um, I, I didn't like certain times they went like zone, like they do this weird zone. I, I'm, I'm not the schematic guy. I'm not the schematic guy, but uh, that Titans game really, really irked me. They let this kid run to the same spot over and over on long third downs, and it just—it was a soft spot in the zone that they were running, and they just wouldn't change it up. It was bugging me, and D'Amico has made some adjustments much faster. I will say that D'Amico, for the most part, made adjustments much faster than Robert Sala did. Much faster than Robert Sala did. Uh, D'Amico worked very well under pressure, um, and he seemed to be really in tune with what his players were comfortable with against different opponents he didn't really seem to like just this is our defense and we're going to run it our way and see if you can beat us he seemed to do things very differently um not just game in and game out but like quarter in and quarter out half in and half out you know like the first half of the game what do you guys think all right yeah let's do this better let's do this different um he seems like a player's coach for real that guy when 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 D'Amico gets a head coaching job if he gets the right offensive coordinator, what I don't care what team he goes to. Watch out for that team. This guy has his ear to the locker room. I think it's the youth. I think it's how how far removed he is from actually being a player and still having that player mindset, you know. And I think John Lynch likes that. I think that's how, you know, John Lynch is wired as well. It's really, really good to see. Um, so I I give him an A. It could have been an A plus. There was a couple of other things um that uh i i held against them you know what i'm saying but i mean look at the cornerback rotation look at the corners that we had to use people keep saying that the niners need corners the niners need corners says who says who i i just i don't see it i'm not saying that we can't get better we absolutely can get better it's not a pressing need to me it's not if the niners were to start the season with emmanuel mosley and ambry thomas i'd be absolutely fine with it I would want them to still draft somebody. I would want them to look at somebody in free agency and things like that. It's okay to look to upgrade, but if they couldn't, I'm completely okay with that. I am 100% okay with that. Um, There was a stretch in the season where I had Jimmy Ward as my MVP, right? And Jimmy Ward had a great first 12 or 13 games. At the end, there it got a little shaky. I didn't know some of the stuff that he. I was like, Ward, what the hell are you doing, bro? But you know, it never cost us anything big. It didn't cost us any games or anything like that. Um, but Ward was up there as one of the best players on the whole team, on the whole team. And people just didn't, they, they didn't, they didn't see it. They didn't call it the way they should. Um, I really liked it though, man. You know, and so, um, I just think that my man worked with, you know, like leftovers and made a phenomenal meal. I mean, if he if he's a chef, he was doing his damn thing. So shout out to D'Amico Ryan. I'll give you a solid A, man. A solid, solid A. Not an A minus, not an A plus. Like I said, it could have got better, but a solid A, man. He he did a phenomenal job, okay? Um, I'm gonna change it over now. We're gonna talk about the offensive coordinator. How can I help you? What? You wanna see if people are really watching me? Yeah. We're Where's live. The number. It's right there. Oh it's that's not that a lot many. of people. No, it's a not lot of that people. many. We 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 do better, but it's okay. It's a late night. I don't usually go on Friday, so it's okay. They're all out partying. Maybe. maybe. All right. So grading the offensive coordinators. All right. Now, I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you guys the truth, okay? I had this whole long, like do I still have it? I I thought I deleted it. Let me see if I still have it. I had this long thing typed out. I was gonna read off of my notes here. Um, I had bullet points and all to talk about with this because I'm gonna be honest with you guys. I was gonna grade Kyle Shanahan as the offensive coordinator. All right. Oh, said, no, that's not Mrs. Mike. That's our friend that's over. Our friend is actually my ex-girlfriend. Don't don't
0: say Mrs. Mike. Don't do that. Go get me in trouble. That wasn't wifey. Can you dig it? Don't do that. All right. Um,
1: Yeah, so I have a a grade here, and all my notes for the offensive coordinator, and um, this was me going off on Kyle Shanahan, believe it or not, and I was talking to Tony on the phone today, and he was like, you know, when you do your, you know, grading the coaches, don't blame Kyle for the
0: offensive coordinator. He was not technically the offensive coordinator. and i said oh okay i hear you and so that
1: kind of made me change stuff up all right so it's not it's not a split personality guys our friend erica is over erica is my ex-girlfriend but we broke up we became friends her and my wife talk more than me and her talk we are the godparents of her daughter Everything is fine. It's good. My wife knows. Don't worry. Everything's okay. So I'm like, I'm ready to blast Kyle. I, I said it on the last show. As a matter of fact, I was like, I'm going to go off on Kyle, but not in the way you guys think. So stay tuned, right? Because my teaser was that I was going to give one grade for Kyle, the offensive coordinator, and another grade for Kyle, the head coach. And then Tony pointed out today, and he ruined it all by saying, Mike, you can't do that because Kyle wasn't the
0: offensive coordinator that was mike daniel mike mcdaniel so so uh i'm gonna give mike mcdaniel a d
1: as an offensive coordinator i don't think he had much input i can't prove it i'm just going off of what i feel i'm giving him a d um as a run game coordinator i think the run game took a huge step back this year i think that when we needed to run the ball in the biggest times of the games of the most important games. We couldn't do it. I can't tell you how many times we got stuffed on fourth and ones or third and ones. Um, I di- I didn't like it at all. I had a very very big problem with whatever Mike McDaniel was trying to do. Again, even it's just the run game coordinator. I didn't like it. We sat here and we put this we put this young man Elijah Mitchell on this pedestal this year, and you know I think that Elijah Mitchell just made the mistakes the fastest i think that he would get the ball in his hands make a decision and just go right or wrong and just hope for the best i didn't like that i would like somebody to look for the hole identify the hole you know especially in the zone offense where they're running you got you have to find the hole um and kyle goes on the mic early in the season and says i prefer a guy that if you're gonna make a mistake make it at 100 miles an hour instead of uh going slow and then still making the same mistake like wh- what are you what are you doing what are you talking about? I didn't like that. I didn't like that. Um, the offense was terrible. Ab- the offense is the reason the Niners couldn't make it to the Super Bowl. You hold a team, you, hold, you play three different opponents. Those three teams that you play are all in the top 12 of offensive scoring in the postseason. And you hold those three teams who all have home games to a total of 47 points there's no reason your team shouldn't be in the Super Bowl. Because on the road, you held three teams to 47 points. All top 12 scoring teams in the entire NFL. If I'm not mistaken, they were all top nine, but I can't quite remember the last one.
0: So I'm going to say top 12. And that's, that's great. Again, why the defense gets an A, right? But what the
1: hell was the coordinator doing? And even Kyle is a play caller. What were you doing some of these times, man? Again, I came in here. I had this whole thing to blast Kyle for this play calling and the offensive coordinator. And Tony reminded me it wasn't him. It was someone else. I don't care who it was. Offensive coordinator should take a look in the mirror this offseason. I don't care who it is. I don't care if it was Mike McDaniel. I don't care if it was Kyle Shanahan, whoever was the play call. It was not working. It was not working. And I give it a D.
0: A strong D. Give it a strong D. Give it that leg-shaking D. You know what I'm saying? No. No good. All right? the, the, The offense made people want, like, look at all the players that the Niners had in the Pro Bowl.
1: Look at how many offensive players the Niners had in the Pro Bowl. And then look at what the Niners put up in the postseason in every game they were in. Did it add up? Did it make any sense to you guys? Right? Like the whole NFL can see the talents there. That's how they got voted into the Pro Bowl, right? Even as alternates, you still got to get a nice amount of votes. The faithful aren't enough to do it. We're not enough to do it. That means that the rest of the whole league and all the fans in the entire NFL saw all these different players and said, man, the Niners got a talented fucking team.
0: I'm voting for this guy. I'm voting for that guy. I'm voting for this guy. I'm voting for that guy. Where were the points in the postseason? Where were the points the whole last half of the season? If the defense didn't
1: hold a team to under 20, it seemed like we were struggling. Not drunk. First drink, not even halfway through. Not drunk. The offense was terrible. And anybody who tells you any different is wrong. They are being a homer. It is okay to say that the 49ers offense was not
0: good. It's okay. It is okay to say that. Okay? It wasn't good. And so I'm giving them a D. Sorry. That's what they get. They're getting a D. All right? Uh, Whoever was the offensive coordinator should not be returning. And
1: fortunately for us, Mike McDaniel, he's gone. All right? If there's anybody out there in this chat right now who thinks that I'm being too hard on the offensive coordinator, Please speak and tell me why I will put the link in here. You can come on here and tell me why I'm wrong. I won't argue with you. I will let you express yourself and I will be open to your opinion too. Not just, Oh, let me hear what you got to say. So I can say, ah, you're wrong. No, I'm not one of those people. I'll listen to you. Maybe you saw something that I didn't see because I can tell you some things that I did see. I saw some phenomenal play design by Kyle Shanahan, but the quarterback wasn't willing to execute. The quarterback wasn't willing to pull the trigger. But that's about it. That's where it stops. That is where it stops. I saw must-run situations to win games, and we couldn't do it. Sorry,
0: but we couldn't. I saw wide-open receivers, but you got to have a quarterback to pull the trigger. He wouldn't do it. Couldn't do it. So the last play of a game, our last possession of the postseason.
1: Jimmy runs and tries to flick it backwards to some bo- – what? 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 Sorry, I can't find it in me to give this offense a grade higher than a D. And you got all these Pro Bowls on the team. Let me, let me, let me, let me, before we go to uh, head coach, that's the next thing I'm going to, I'm going to grade here. The final thing, and I'm going to wrap the show up before I move off the uh,
0: offense here. Let me, let me, let me tell you guys something, man. I watched. Elijah Mitchell grow in this season. And I was very proud
1: of the effort and the growth that I saw from that young man. I saw Debo, see, I saw this offense, whether it be the coordinator, whether it's the position coaches, the head coach, I saw them find new ways to put the ball in Debo's hands. They got creative with it. I winced at some of it. I didn't like seeing Debo go up the middle, but I understood what they were doing. If it's the same thing all the time, it becomes
0: insufficient i understand why they have to mix it up i appreciated all of that right there were games where george kittle went absolutely crazy but then there were games where george kittle completely vanished
1: and not another tight end stepped up there were games where if elijah mitchell was getting stuffed not only couldn't they figure out how to move elijah mitchell to make other things happen They didn't even want to pull him and put somebody else in, maybe see if someone else got the hot hand. This seemed to be the first year that Kyle Shanahan was committed to not going running back by committee. Well, what happened to that? You drafted a running back pretty high. You're going to go with the guy you drafted lower and never give the other guy who's healthy another touch other than the two games that you had to play him. Never went back to him again. What's up with that, Kyle? Really, what's up with that? Right? You got your Michael Hasty, who was healthy most of the season. Jeff Wilson Jr., who was healthy most of the season. But for whatever reason, the offensive coordinator, the play caller, position coach, whoever, we're going to stick with Elijah Mitchell
0: no matter what. When the fuck did he become Frank Gore? I saw a year where the 49ers' best wide receiver didn't make it to the Pro Bowl but the 49ers best running back did who also plays the wide receiver position. I saw that happen.
1: I saw that happen. I saw the 49ers best tight end and only tight end for what I'm concerned. Make it to the pro bowl, but there were games where he vanished. So we ignore that position altogether. You have to hold these coaches accountable and accountable. Doesn't mean you go out and you pick it, you write and you say fire. I don't, I don't want any of that, but I'm not going to give you all this extra credit. When you put this team in this position, you guys, offensive coordinator, play callers, position coaches, failed to find alternate methods of success when a team took away from you what you did well. You took away the run game and dared Jimmy Garoppolo to throw, and nobody could adjust. It didn't happen. It didn't happen. The Rams said, We're not going to let this team run on us this time.
0: We're not. They took away the run. And Jimmy folded like Terry cloth. It's not my opinion. We all saw the same shit happen. And if you're as good as you say you are, where was the adjustments? Don't blame that defense.
1: Don't blame those cornerbacks. Don't blame the drop interception by Tart. None of that had anything to do with why your offense couldn't put up 21 points. your defense held the highest scoring team in the league to 20 points. Where was the adjustment?
0: Why did you insist on running the ball with the same player over and over? Where was Debo in the last quarter? How am I supposed to give these guys a grade higher than a D?
1: I can't do it. I can't do it. The 49ers best wide receiver, the best route runner, and the person with the best hands on the team as a wide receiver was a guy that I started the show talking about being in the damn doghouse. Think about that. Pride goeth before, never mind. I ain't even going, I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do it. Something's got to change.
0: It has to change this coming year because you got a rookie quarterback coming in here who's going to need all the help that he can get. I'm done, I'm done. Now it's time for me to grade the head coach.
1: That's what I'm here to do, and then we're going home. I'm going to get to my company, get to my family that's here, my friends that are here, and I'm going to leave you guys alone. But let's go ahead and grade the head coach, just the head coach, head coach Kyle Shanahan. This one took me a while because you have to sit back and ask yourself if I can't grade him as the offensive coordinator. And I'm going to grade him as a head coach. What exactly am I grading him on? Was he in charge of the personnel on the field? I didn't like that all the time. Right? I got I, I got you, Niner, by nature. Don't worry. I'll I tell you what. I'll, I'll do that now. I got you. I was going to get to it at the end of it. But here we go. He says, uh, did your son just prove that there's a false sense of self? He's too smart. Protect that mind. Hey, listen, man. you know, I I'll be honest with you. Like watching
0: my son do that that little exchange in the mirror with himself, right? It made me wonder one thing when I when I saw that. If a person never saw themselves, would depression exist? I know that sounds crazy, right? But if you can't see yourself, what do I wear? Should I cut my hair? Should I trim my
1: beard? Are my nose hairs too long? Whatever it is, if you never saw yourself and you just went on about life and interacted with other people, but you don't know what you look like, you know what everybody else looks like, but you have no idea what you look like. Think about a dog's perspective. Have you ever seen a dog not run up to another dog and be excited? My dog is just as excited to sniff another dog's ass if it's a big dog, a little dog, if it's a Chihuahua, Great Dane, if it's a white Dalmatian with black spots, or if it's an all-black Cane Corso,
0: or a Yorkie Bijan?
1: Or, or a Yorkie Silver. B. Where's Where's your dog?
0: Hmm? By itself. Two. Yeah. Right you got. Hmm. You got two. Yeah, the Yorkie Bijan and the black motherfucker.
1: All right. She She didn't need this. To... My point is <laughs> that my dog doesn't care. What the ass that he's about to sniff looks like right. because he's never seen himself.
0: He my ass too.
1: Okay. <laughs> so it's like, I, I just don't know how much it changes the fact that humans go out of their way to see themselves as much as they do. How, what kind of effects does that have on society? I thought about that watching my son talk in that mirror to some kid that he had never seen before, but he he was judging the shit out that kid. Like this kid won't shut the hell up. <laughs> They're saying, she, I'm sorry, guys. She, she, she zooted, so, all right. Anyhow, but thanks for the contribution, man. Niner, you, Niner by nature, man, you're great, bro. A false sense of self. I think in that moment, though, I think in that moment, my son had the perfect uh, sense of self, right? He didn't think that he talked too much, he wanted an opportunity to have a conversation with somebody that wouldn't let him get a word in. It wasn't him talking too much. It was, hey, can you please let me talk? Well, I've been letting you talk. He was answering the kid that was talking back to him, right? His sense of self was absolutely fine in that in that, in that moment. He thought that the kid was being rude, saying the same things he was saying at the same time he was saying. it. Man, if I had a couple of pulls, I'd be in another zone right now, man.
0: <laughs> I tried to. I tried.
1: Uh, Another contribution here from J-A-G-U-A-Y-O, Jaguayo. You're absolutely correct that our offense didn't score enough points in the playoffs. You have to be honest and just realize the Rams were better. Oh, That's it, man. No, 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 it's not not talking shit. That's the truth. That is the absolute truth, man. The better team won that day. The team that was willing to make more adjustments, you know? The, the, The Rams stepped up. They did what they needed to do and uh they uh they won the game, man. They won the game. They decided that they weren't going to let the run game be the reason they lost. You know what I'm saying? That's what they did. And I respect the team that says, "Hey, if we're going to lose anyway, let's do something about it." We don't possess that. That is the it factor that the 49ers don't have. Everybody in the world could see that this game was going to come down to Jimmy's arm and Kyle Mike McDaniel refused to do anything about it. We're going to live and die with Jimmy. And that was it. And I'm not talking about making a switch. But do something different, man. Like, just anything different. It just didn't happen. It didn't happen. So thank you
0: for the contribution, though, man. I really do appreciate it. All right. So back to Kyle Shanahan and the tough time I had with grading him. I thought about
1: as a head coach, does he control the personnel on the field? And then I remember Kyle saying half the time when I call plays, I don't know what wide receivers are on the field. So I can't blame him for that. I can blame him for the quarterback being out there, but that's about it. I can't blame him for anybody else. So he doesn't know the wide receivers that are out there. He doesn't know the running back that's out there. Like that's not Kyle's call. According to Kyle, we're
0: going to take him at what he said. According to Kyle, I can't blame him for that. All right, cool. So then it came down to, well, what's the job of a head coach? The job of the head coach is to prepare the team.
1: All the individuals to go out there and be in position to win.
0: To keep them motivated. Um, to keep them motivated. If I have
1: enough of this, I'll I'll do it at the end. Okay, Martin? Um, the job of the head coach is to make sure that his
0: coordinators are well prepared for the upcoming opponent uh, in the next game. The job of the head coach is to have the depth players
1: prepared by making sure the position coaches work with said players to make sure that they're ready. And when I stepped back and I took all the emotions about the offense out of it, and I looked at how Kyle motivates these players, I have to admit, guys, I honestly have to admit, this was Kyle's best year of coaching. I know it sounds crazy. I know. We made it to the Super Bowl two years ago. Mike, how can you say that this year was better than, it was about coaching. You think about the players that we lost this season and how important they were.
0: All the corners. All the corners were gone at some point this year. Every single one of them. Ambry Thomas, Diamador Lenore, Jason Verrett. Yeah, he was on the Niners this year. Emmanuel Mosley, Drake Kirkpatrick, Josh Norman. All these guys were gone At some point this year, the depth stepped up, didn't miss a beat. They weren't always good.
1: weren't always good. Dante Johnson came in, and now all of a sudden people are like, you know what? Dante Johnson wasn't that bad. Mike, you might have been on to something. No shit. No shit. Think about the defensive line and how that had to be shuffled around. Right? Think about it. This was supposed to be a big year for Ken Law. Gone. Right away. D. Ford. I'm feeling better than I've ever felt. Gone. Right away. Think about it. Right? The only linebacker we didn't lose was Fred Warner. Aziz, gone. Dre Greenlaw, gone. Guys, like this team was tested everywhere. Tark, gone. I think Jimmy Ward was the only one that was healthy. all year. I
0: think. I'm not even 100% sure about that, but I feel like Jimmy was there all year. Come on now.
1: This is the job of the head coach. Let's flip it to the offensive side of the line. Offensive side of the ball. You look at the offensive line. Mike McGlinchey, we lose him. That's a big deal. Now you got to shuffle up the guard position. You're shuffling up the tackle position. Right now the center's got to make some more adjustments and all that stuff. All right. Now the left side of the line, that was solid all year long. That's cool. Okay. Oh, they said Fred Warner missed one game, they believe. Jimmy's missing games. And of the two games Jimmy Garoppolo missed, we were 500. We were one and one. That's not bad.
0: You're getting the depth prepared. Got Debo. They said that my man, Ayuk was in the doghouse. <laughs> George Kittle misses games.
1: Now, I will say that there was some fall off when George Kittle was out because the other Titans didn't block as well. And they damn sure didn't produce as far as uh, offensive production like scoring and, and yards and stuff like that they, they didn't do shit there was definitely a fall off there first game you lose your number one running back and Raheem Mostert gone and the sixth round rookie comes
0: in says hey don't worry coach you can count on me that's coaching I know it's probably from I know
1: I know it's probably from the position coach and Bobby Turner but Kyle's got to get that message to him and get these guys ready You know what I'm saying? You lose Jeff Wilson Jr. for a little bit. You lose Jermichael Hasty for a little bit. Trey Sermon comes in. Hey, coach, I'm ready, I'm ready. Kyle said, nah, sit your ass down, bro. Kyle wasn't trying to hear it. I looked at Kyle Shanahan. I looked at all the the adversity he faced. And I said, you know what? This was Kyle Shanahan's best year of coaching. Just coaching. Not saying decision-making and all that stuff, but coaching overall. Everybody was prepared. Nobody who came in looked lost. Nobody flinched. Some guys had to be, hey, you're over there. You're, you, that's a that, that, that way. You go this way. Go this way. You saw a little bit of that. But they were cool. They were cool. Nobody nobody was like lost. And remember remember a couple of years ago when Brian Allen had to come in for Witherspoon and the Dolphins just went right at him. Touchdown. If it wasn't a touchdown, it was a fucking 60-yard pass interference. And the next one was another touchdown. Y'all remember that? That didn't happen this year. Not one to. It almost happened. They got Kirkpatrick's ass real good. But Kyle said, whoop, whoop, whoop. Nope. Hold on now. Let's switch it up. The quick adjustments. I was talking about that. Remember I talked about how the quick adjustments were made this year? How how uh, D'Amico Ryan was more willing to change it up quicker this year than how Robert Sala was in the past? That's not just a D'Amico Ryan thing. That's him and Kyle. Kyle hey, go ahead and make the change you need to make immediately. As Kyle changing his coaching style, you know? I know for a fact that Kyle was really, really hard on certain players, certain players in certain situations,
0: right? But, but, you know, when you step back and you look at it, Kyle did some shit a little different this
1: year. They did some shit a little different this year. And I like that. I like that, all right? I like that. So, and for that reason, I'm going to give Kyle Shanahan, as far as a head coach, an A minus. I know it's probably way higher than what any of you guys thought. Way higher than what you guys thought I was going to give him, because as an offensive coordinator, oh, I was going to tear his ass up. Tony saved y'all from
0: that. I was going to tear Kyle up the night, man. All right, but I didn't have to do that. I didn't have to do that at all. And yes, you,
1: oh, look at this comment. I'm not going to click it because we've got a super chat up here right now, but Niner by Nature says the Anthony Lynn hire shows growth from Kyle. This is the first time Kyle Shanahan has had a, a a coach under him that was a former head coach. That means something, guys. That means something. That means a lot. I, I won't get into it right now. This ain't the show for that, but that means a lot. I'm going to give it an a-. I see I was going to give it a B plus. A B+. That's cool. We're not too far off. A, a, a B-plus a B to an a A-minus is a difference of three points. We right there together. We right there together. It's okay. Either way, you make the honor roll with that. You know, that's good. That's good stuff right there. So, um, Ellis10, thanks for the contributions. The screen was fire, and they stopped using it. What the hell? Hey, you know, I I, I can't figure it out, Ellis. You know, it was, it was uh, you know, the same thing. Ha- it was funny is when the Niners get knocked out of the postseason, both times they say, why'd you stop using Debo? Remember in the Super Bowl when everybody was like, "Yo, as long as we were moving and giving the ball to Debo, we couldn't be stopped against the Chiefs. That was the Super Bowl. Then all of a sudden it stopped and we got stopped. And then the same shit happens in this game, right? People are like, hey, Debo, 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 where'd he go, where'd he go, where'd he go? Nothing. Nothing. Jay is asking me if there's any breaking news. It feels a little bit leading. I'm going to go and uh see what I got here.
0: Let me see. Let me see. Do I have any breaking news to share with you guys before we wrap this show up? Uh Uh-oh. Sean McVay
1: is staying the head coach of the Los Angeles Rams. Oh, guys, we know the Niners won't be 0-17 next year. We're at least 2-15. Let's go, baby. Let's go. Bring on Sean. What we need is for Pete Carroll to retire because that motherfucker, he is Kyle Shanahan's kryptonite. For real, for real. All right, guys. I think that's it, man. I think that's it for the night.
0: I'm ready to go. Spend some time with my family here. uh, Get this hookah set up. Take this hot-ass sweater off. Uh... Let me make sure I don't have anything else for you guys. Any of the notes. i talked about this tweet already. Oh, this guy is defending his tweet. Oh, that's
1: terrible. All right. I think that's it, guys. I'm going to get out of here. Thank you all for your support throughout the show. Let me make sure I didn't miss any, uh, any contributions. I'm sorry about that. I have never uh, since we started the show, I've never allowed a silence go that long uh, on the show. I hate dead air. I apologize about that. You guys have been incredible, man. Um, My final thoughts uh, going into this. So guys, listen uh, for the Patreonians. All right. I love you guys. I owe you guys a special show and I'm going to bring you guys one. Um, I didn't do one last night. Yesterday was very, very hectic. Normally on Thursdays, you guys get to party in the Palisade. That's two party in the Palisades that you guys didn't get. The one I decided not to upload it was before the Super Bowl. Uh, I had some predictions that were way wrong, so I didn't po- post that one. Uh, I should have still posted it. I said some wild shit in there. I'll still bring you guys the wild shit. Uh, but the last one on Patreon was about the um, me, uh, my bachelor party experience. So if you guys aren't over there on Patreon, you need to get over there. Check it out. Some really, really good shit over there. Uh, I'm going to tell you guys now, if you are watching this show now and you are on Patreon and you are a uh, top tier person, uh, you guys are going to get some exclusive deals coming to you first. I'm not going to say only you, but first. All right. It's going to be only to you guys right away. And then later on, it's going to be something a little different. So I'm excited to share that with you guys. I'm going to do something special for the people who are in the top tier. But if you guys aren't there yet, head on over to Patreon.com slash NB9ERS. Get in there, guys. All right? Get in there wherever you can. All right? We'll bring you guys at least three shows a week over there on the Patreon. Um, I just joined the gym. I'm out there. I was riding my bike in the other one. Got to sweat a little bit. And I can't wait to do it again. Uh, tomorrow, I'm going to bring you guys a very brief show from the gun range. i You get to judge your boy. Tell me how I did, okay? So uh, it's going to be a lot of fun, man. Uh, I'll see you guys over there at the Patreon. It's going to be a lot of fun. Final thoughts of this, man,
0: guys. Uh, it's going to be a long offseason. There's a lot of stuff that's going to happen. Um, I don't want you guys to get upset. The Niners are going to make moves that you don't like. You're going to scratch your head at.
1: How many times have we seen that where they make those moves and we say, damn, that was actually a pretty good move. You know what I'm saying? Um, did I read this comment? You're absolutely right that our offense didn't score enough points in the playoffs. You have to be honest and just realize the Rams were better. Oh, I did I did read that. The Rams were better. I read that. Um I swear there was another contribution that I had. Um Let me find that other contribution here. Ah, uh, here it is right here. Oh, he said Rambo. Do I still have to do this? He said Rambo impression. All right, you guys want a Rambo impression? Here we go. <laughs> Get it? Anybody? Come on, y'all. That was a good one, right? That was a good one, right? Come on, guys. All right. All right. Anyhow, I'm going to get out of here, man. I love you guys. All right. Should I do it? I'm going to do it. Nana! You fucked it up. You fucked it up. It's crazy.
0: I'm out of here, y'all. Peace. We all gas, no brakes, pumped up, no fakes. We spinning, we winning, we high stakes. We never miss,
1: we all makes. Look at us dudes trying to prove, bringing you news with nothing to lose. Mike, Nick, Tony, Wayne, Method Man, we bring the pain. Hey. Hey. See, I'm going to confess it. We under the pressure you looking to find us, we them nothing but Niners. We nothing nothing but Niners.
0: niners. We nothing but Niners. niners. We nothing but Niners. We We nothing, We nothing but Niners.